Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 125. Can you believe that shit? 125 episodes of this shit. Still going. Anyway. God bless us. God bless us. So, I guess first topic is uh, Ben Shapiro had a little spat with his black girlfriend, or black work wife, uh, Candace Owens. And I'm going to be really honest, I don't pay attention to this shit. Like, I saw in, like, my peripheral when I'm, like, just browsing that, like, I guess he told her to, like, stop talking about Israel or some shit, which is, like, telling a black woman to stop talking in general is just not, it's not going to work. But (laughs) is that, is that what happened? Like, what happened? I, um, so I'm going to be real. Like, the last time I listen to ben shapiro talk i was at the auto parts store and um i was i was doing some oil drop off uh-huh. um and and uh in the back they were listening You're dropping off some fluid in the back yeah i was, I was de- depositing my fluids gotcha in the back and and the blue-haired girl working in the back was listening to ben shapiro and i was instantly ill it was Ugh. not the noxious fumes from um hypothetically let's say yeah. you were depositing fluid in the back hypothetically let's say the blue-haired girl back there was there while you were depositing the fluid hypothetically that would then mean ergo that you gave her your fluid yes yes i did give the blue-haired girl in the back of the auto parts store my fluids excellent and we were listening to ben shapiro Ugh. The entire time. I'm sorry. That sounds awful. He was talking about like human shields and shit. And of course. Very annoying. Has he um, like? Is he? Has he finally admitted that he got like fooled by that stupid like uh, they lit 43 babies on fire or some shit? I. Or is I, he still? I don't keep close enough tabs on that. All but right. there's considering so like Ben Shapiro like. The, the only time he'll debate anybody is if it's a blue-haired college undergrad. Yeah, you know? that, that I mean, that was his shtick coming up, so, like, of course he's going to, like, stick to that for his core content. He's, he's, he's never going to debate, like, you know, Scott Horton or anybody like that that's, like, actually knows things about stuff. Yeah, that's so, not, yeah. Um, so, you know, I I don't know what where he's going with anything, but, like, you know, he gets he has enough advertisers to keep him going and pay his people very, very well. Mm-hmm. As we know from the Crowder contract. This is very... <laughs> Yep. And then he goes and hangs out with Jordan Peterson on the weekends. Now, there's two girls. And because of the ravages of socialism, they have to share just one cup. That's the dragon right there. That's the darkness. I, I, <laughs> you know, I actually I know, like I, Jordan Peterson on some stuff, but like, <laughs> I, I do have his book. Um, a friend gave it to me. Um, so what is it? Seven rules for life or right. That's what it is. I said, I was like, Oh yeah. Jordan Peterson's book. 12 reasons. Why? Wait, no, that's different. That's, <laughs> <laughs> Seven rules for life. That's it. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can go grab it off. I think I somewhere on the bookshelf behind me. But like, um, no, it's it's not bad. Like, I I did read it, and like, 
it's like any other self-help book where it just like takes forever to get to the fucking point. Um, and like really like you could just read the chapter title heads and if you internalize those, you would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, the rest of the chapter is that you are like a story to make you care about uh, the, the principle. Okay. Basically. That's fair enough. Um, and so, like, if you don't understand the principle, that's a good reason to read the chapter. But if, like, you understand the principle, then you don't need to read the chapter. So it's like very straightforward stuff. So if you're Matt, built different, you can just look at the, uh, you can just look at the titles. Okay. Yeah. No. It's 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 very basic stuff. I I could let me grab it. Okay. So guys, while Max is grabbing the book, I just wanted to say real quick. Actually, I'll wait till he gets back. All right. I have it here. Excellent. Jordan B. Peterson. 12 rules for life. 12. 12. 12. There's, okay. I see. Yeah. That's why I thought 12. 12 reasons why. <laughs> all right. Literally, all you need to do is read the uh, the table of contents and you will have the entirety of the book. Okay. Yes. Rule one. Stand up straight with your shoulders back. Rule two. Treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. Rule three, make friends with people who want the best for you. Rule four, compare yourself to those who you were yesterday, not to someone else is today. Okay. Rule five, do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Rule six, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. He should have followed that advice before he got addicted to benzos. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that's the darkness, the benzos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rule seven, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. I like that one. Oh. I mean, they're all decent rules, right? Uh, rule eight, tell the truth or at least don't lie. It's a good one. Mm. I, really, I, I think that might be the most important one. Uh, rule nine, assume that the person you are listening to might know something that you don't. Rule 10, be precise in your speech. Rule 11, do not bother children when they are skateboarding. That's fair enough, Don't actually. be a fucking Karen. But he's the one that wants to go. He's He was the original Nikki Haley, right? That wanted uh, everybody to have uh, no anonymous. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Social like, media. Oh, all these trolls on the internet. You know, it's the darkness oh, there. It's, 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 it's bad, yo. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, bro. You're in trouble like, there, bro. You wrote, don't bother children while they are skateboarding this yeah is, trolling is, is the online yeah that's what that's what trolling is it's the online version of skateboarding like you just don't feed it and it goes away like yep if you feed the trolls uh, you get trolled that's that's how it works and rule 12 actually i i rephrase myself this is this might be the greatest rule pet a cat when you encounter one duh yeah that's all right yeah so very simple stuff you don't you don't need to read the other uh, 390 pages <laughs> if you understand those, those everything on the first page the petting the cat chapter is like actually the longest it has like the most in-depth explanations <laughs> well like it's it's a quasi autobiography yeah kind like, of he, he, is, he was a clinical psychologist for a while so like he knows a lot of people who went through trying things right um, 
Petting a Cat is a 20-page cap chapter. Oh, that's all you this need. a shorter chapter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, compared to even just the one before it is, uh, was that 50 pages? Yeah. So, yeah, the, you, the chapters are between 20 and 30 pages. I guess it depends on the print size you get. I got the hardcover version. Very nice. Mm. I, I need to give this back to my friend, actually. Yeah, you should do that. Um. Anyways, he gave it to me like four, not even four, like six years ago now. Oh, <laughs> well. Well. I feel horrible now. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Matt confessing it. Max confessing his sins on on the show. It's it's not it's he's never asked for it back to be fair. He probably has forgotten that it existed. He like thinks about it. He's like, "Oh, whatever happened in that book?" Ah, well, whatever. Yeah. That's 100%. <laughs> Anyways, let me put this back cuz it's going right. to bother me being on my desk. So I wanted to plug real quick. I just started playing. Uh, they released a new RoboCop game on like the second, and it's actually oh, yeah, I saw it's that. called Rogue City. It's actually really good. Like I've only played like the like the beginning or like the prologue, I guess. But like the controls are solid, and it's like it's how you would expect a RoboCop game to play. Like you're just slowly walking around like a tank, just like blasting dudes, and like you blow dudes like limbs off. And their heads explode, and like you, you, you have all like the RoboCop vision shit, and like they play the right music, and it's just, it's just like, it just feels like you're playing a movie, like it's just right. Like I don't know how else to explain it. Like it's a little graphically, like it's okay, it's not the best, but like it's, it just plays like how you would just want it to be, and it doesn't really like, I don't know, get gay, I guess, with anything. Okay, all right, respect. Respect. I I uh my recent gaming has been um the new WRC World Rally Championship game um technically released by EA but it's really by Codemasters the studio Excellent. and it was very rushed in, Yeah uh despite despite having like 5 years of development they it still delivered like half finished and, the Kojima uh, syndrome. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's been rough as far as release goes. Apparently I said, can you, well, can you hear my cat? Yeah, I did. He was, he was vocalizing his, apparently he was agreeing with you. There's so many fucking animals in this house right now between the dog and the cat and there's a fucking guinea pig and shit like, mm -hmm. like what the fuck I, I can't deal with it jesus christ man it's the fucking zoo in there yeah i there's more animals than people at this point are you like how many cubits is your house have you taken that measurement are you building an ark <laughs> <laughs> i have not done the, the cubits measurement you should do uh, that as far as finished space goes i have like 1200 feet i i oh. i don't i i need to finish more of the space it sounds sure. it sounds good to me man like I'm, I actually, I'm in the middle of renovation so yeah 
Re- renovations has lasted two years. Because of course, of, I mean, fucking, it's of course. I don't like. I I was living here like single for so long. Like, who needs fucking more than like nine hundred feet? I have I have like a full kitchen and a full living room and a full like office room and a Word, full. You bedroom. don't. You just need like you need the kitchen and you need a room where you can have exactly one chair and one TV, and that's it. That's all you need. You don't even need a bed frame. I have a ridiculously low carbon footprint. Word. Okay. Exactly. Same. Like, I ain't got no bed frame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Candace Owens. Uh, right. I I actually, I wish I'd followed this more before I suggested it as a topic. Because, Why? Uh, well, because I, I just saw the, like, headlines that she was beefing with Ben Shapiro and thought it was hilarious. Oh, I mean, it is uh, funny because, like, they're normally like so not not like united, but like they're supposed to be like on the same team. Yeah, no, it, it, the teams really break. It, okay, there's. I think the big story is actually that the teams are finally breaking down in both parties. This is true. This, yeah, this Israel thing, um, and and it's really really hilarious to see so like and it it's fine makes sense that like american jews on large on mass in general mm. are liberals right yeah they're civil rights liberals they're they like you know they saw martin luther king oh i was in the king. crowd with martin how can you not support us in these trying times we were there for you you're not there for us Oh, yeah, it's another show. That's basically what's happening, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, but, okay, I I got intense, like, Holocaust uh, education in grade school, right? Like, did you also? Did you attend public K-12? I did, and unfortunately, I am a victim of public school. I mean, I guess we did kind of, I mean, yeah, we read, like, Number of the Stars. We read Night by Ellie Weisel, um, I think we watched some documentaries on it, but like outside of that, the fact that Ben oh. feels like he can't outright fire her over this is funny. I don't. Who am I firing? Oh, Wait, Ben Shapiro. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. No, I'm good. I just had a minor stroke. JC's like the fact that Ben feels like he can't outright fire over this is funny. He's talking about Candace Owens. I like a retard. Thought he was talking about ben me just because totally froze on me. I don't know if the stream's actually still going. Can you hear me? Uh, you still can't hear me? Because the actual live stream has to catch up to... Oh, um, shit. Okay. ...what we're talking about. But Ben's frozen to me, and I can't hear him at all. Oh, this is uh, interesting. Oh, you just you just sped up, and then you caught up, and now I, I just heard you say something. Why, okay, can you hear you me now? Am I there? I can hear you, yeah. All right, sweet. Okay, so forget everything I just said. It doesn't matter. Um, I got Ben Shapiro confused for myself because we have the same first name when JC was referencing him. That's all that was. Oh, well, sure. Okay. No, I feel like um, I had uh, – there was, there was some sort of uh, – Oh, now it's my turn. Now I have Max frozen. All right. <laughs> It'll catch up in a sec, I'm sure. Wait. All right. There you are. I got you. Got you. Um, fifth grade till graduation, like 12th, 12th grade, right? There, Like every single, for like seven years, we had like the Holocaust happened. Here's like, oh, we're going to watch Schindler's List or we're going to watch 
some other movie or we're, uh-huh. we're going to this book or, you know, Anne Frank's diary or, or read mouse or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was just all oh, mouse. I forgot about mouse. That, that's like surprisingly dark for like an illustrated cartoon well, about but, mice. I mean, it's not about mice, right? But it's, um, yeah, it's, no, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it goes into the metaphor, right? Of dehumanization. Yeah. Right? Um, but I, which like, I, I appreciate all these like art pieces and stuff like that. And then I actually, um, like I had a, uh, my, my piano teacher growing up was, um, very old gentleman and he actually had a seven digit tattoo on his wrist blue, mm. um, that, you know, he had, um, been a very, young child that somehow survived hmm. in Germany and made it to the U S and stuff hmm. like that. That music teacher was Rombinski Zombinowitz. Yeah. No, yeah. He was, <laughs> he, he was literally the pianist from, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he was just some guy, but, um, no, I, I, but I don't think the kids get, um, Holocaust stuff anymore as much as we did in our generation. Like, no, they like, don't as much. I'm like, uh, do you remember um, that story about how like they took inner city kids to go see Schindler's List in theaters and like the kids started laughing at the film? Really? You've never seen this? No, that's hilarious. Um, okay, let me, let me sign this. Um, urban kids laugh at urban youths, Schindler's list. Young scholars, in other words. Okay, Seattle Times. This is an archive. Um, Students giggling at Schindler's List prompts outrage. The scene led to an outbreak of laughter from 20 students. Brown and theater owner Alan McCann said they were laughing at people being murdered by Nazis. Laughing out loud, McCann said. People were shaking with anger. The issue was that they weren't permitting others to patrons to enjoy the film. This is from 1994. Um, oh, but, but like, okay, this is a long-standing thing that if you... If you take inner city black youth to go see a film about what they perceive as white people killing other white people, they laugh at it. They love it. They Yes, it's a comedy to them. It is. Oh, these poor little white boys. I saw a very interesting Gee. post on Twitter. Hmm? Um and it really reframed my entire mind because I, I it, it was such a crystalline way to think about things, which was, uh, okay, so the pogroms that happened against uh, Jews in the cities in Eastern Europe, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's essentially just race riots that um, where the rural people or the poor people revolted against the ownership class, the cap, you know, the bourgeois class, which the bougie, were predominantly the bougies. Jews. Yes. The bougies were predominantly Jews in the cities, and they were evicted, and they moved somewhere else. 
They were physically removed, so to speak. Physically removed, so to speak. And um, if you look at the riots and the percentage of murder, the ratio of murders between different racial groups in the United States, and then the subsequent, what is called white flight, um, you, you could easily reframe i think in the in the future you could easily reframe um what what we call nowadays is white flight from the 60s and 70s when there were race riots and white people moved out of the cities and moved into the suburbs that basically that was a pogrom i was gonna say that's that where this is going that those are essentially pogroms that were just committed against white okay all right We'll need to pitch it's this just to Ben Shapiro. It's one way to think about it. it I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's correct. I, it's, it's a way to think about Hypothetically, it. Hypothetically, let's say there were race riots in the cities that were targeted at white people. Hypothetically, wouldn't this be a pogrom against white people? So therefore, hypothetically, whites do know what it's like to be discriminated against. Would you agree or disagree? Well, when you get into, uh, was it the <laughs> S&P 500... Um, Ninety-six percent of new hires were not white males in the last like decade. Really? Oh, you you haven't seen this? Let me let me find this. No, again. that's. Uh, oh my! Okay. Can I, uh, I? I think I can share screen here. Do it. Can you see? Yes, stand by. Yep. So oh, in 2021. Okay. All right. So maybe, but it started way before that, right? The proportion. Of course. Yeah. But like, they're just giving out money hand over fist. For doing that. Major U.S. companies gave 94% of new jobs to people of color in 2021. Of the 323,000 jobs added to the U.S. workforce uh, by major companies, 94% went to people of color in, in 2021. Interesting. The data stems from an analysis of 88 workforce demographics submitted to the U.S. EEO <laughs> uh, Commission by S&P 100 companies. Of the 88 companies which employ a combined 9 million people, 74% um, saw an increase in the numbers of workers of color from 2020 to 2021. Uh, white workers accounted for 20,000 jobs, just 6%, while people of color accounted for 300,000. Wow. Hispanics individuals accounted for most hires with 40%, followed by black and Asians with 23 and 22% re- respectively. So despite making up 13% of the population, blacks made up 23%. Wow, excellent. Hires I like how they had 88 companies. I wonder if they... um. If they well, there's 14 factors to analyze. I was going to say, there's 14 factors to analyze across 88 companies. So, I mean... You need to secure a future for the conclusion of that data. Um. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, uh, much of, uh, okay. I don't know if I should keep reading this. Yeah, no, we, we got it. Like this, yeah, there's more money in hiring the, yes. Thems. Okay. So, uh, yeah, basically, uh, it's, it's not you. It, it has been largely impossible to get a corporate job as a white male in the last decade, basically. So, you know, when you look at the fentanyl crisis, that's uh, a little bit of what's going on. Speaking of which, uh, did you see San Francisco? You can finally walk down the street without Yeah, so that was another thing I put in the title, that you can walk down the street without getting mugged, and there's not poop and uh, syringes everywhere. Because they went full fucking dictatorship and just had the fucking armed goon squads clean the streets out. I Okay, I'm really fucking um, perplexed because I haven't seen a, like, a video on like Twitter or anything like that of like the police going around and cleaning out homeless camps, right? Yeah, like you'd think there'd be video at this point. I really like, would there like has to see at least one. There's got to be of somebody in their apartment, like like videoing like the police going around corner to corner and like hurting these homeless people. And it's like it like finally they embrace like the Murray Rothbard, like oh just ban that point, just drive them out. Just of the drive them out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where are Physic- they? Like, physic- they were physically removed, so to speak. But like. <laughs> That, there, that's, were, there were several hundred thousand homeless people in San Francisco, right? Were, like, what was it? Were, <laughs> what were they? Like, they drove they, them into the San Francisco of the Bay. Of my state. Like, where are they? Like, they drove them at literal spear point into San Francisco Bay. Like, you know that scene in the 300 when they pushed the Persians over the cliff? Yes. yes. Been, it was like that, essentially. They had Gavin Newsom like at the front. He was Leonidas, but yeah, they chased all the homeless people into the bay. <laughs> oh, dude! It, no, it's it's like the the finale of Zulu. Oh, with, uh, yeah. Michael Creighton, right? <laughs> just just the the hordes of the homeless dudes <laughs> with spears charging. And they're doing fire by rank, like first line fire, second line load fire. <laughs> like the corporals are all like calling it out, like perfect synchronization. Oh my god! I, and there's just like a wall of bodies stacked up in front of them. They have like bulldozers. And then, and from then the they ice. just use bulldozers, like it's fucking soil. Oh, food. maybe that's it. Maybe into the bo- Maybe they're faking what's going on in Israel and Gaza, and all the footage we're seeing from that is actually footage from San Francisco. <laughs> okay, we would notice because Gaza's flat as fuck. Well, uh, no, but like, San Francisco's really got big, steep hills. All over I just, I just want to see a GoPro footage of like some homeless dude with an RPG, like running out in the street and blasting a cop car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of. Instability. So Biden, when the uh, premier Winnie the Pooh, Xi Zhang Jingzhou, whatever his name is, that's ah, extremely, it's going to get us booted. Um, <laughs> no, it won't. Of, no, 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 no. of all the things. To of all the things. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a really bad one. That yeah. Was, that wouldn't even get a laugh out of me. 
That exactly, <laughs> yeah. But so he came to visit, and I guess he met with Biden, and they had a kind of okay meeting. And then afterwards, Biden went off script and was like, "Oh, that Chinese dictator," and like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no, it, it, Blinken." Yeah, but this is like this state. photo, this video of him just sitting there, just like, "Oh shit." <laughs> He's been setting this up for months. Yep. And then, and then, fucking Biden just like, pop, like just fucking yeets it in the fucking, last minute. Fucking dark Joe out here, just just, just fucking. <laughs> oh god. It's not like I like fucking Xi Jinping, but like, I don't want to fucking send stupid, you know, people from the U.S. that actually joined the military you just know you just know that like on the fucking flight pack Z is just sitting there in his fucking presidential chair like I could invade Taiwan right now I totally fucking should oh my god man he wouldn't even know he'd have no idea he would have no (laughs) dude remember how little we're talking like in in the news is about Ukraine right now yeah, no one cares anymore, man. Nobody like, gives done. a shit. It's over. Like, Pete Buttigieg is going to visit with Zelensky. It's done. <laughs> yeah, we, we give you the butt stuff guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> out. Um, this is our way of saying that you're just going to have to bend over and take it. Sorry. Well, so, no, you go from, you go from like, oh, this, this is all the, like, the U.S., like, went full stop like went into our stockpiles like full month, proxy everything. war full proxy war yeah and, and hundreds of thousands of ukrainian men have died also russia could get more territory and more population on the entire industrial all of the industrial base of ukraine basically yeah and they could have all they offered in the beginning was Hey, just give autonomy to these two separatist regions that are majority Russian. And what do we end up with? Hundreds of thousands of dead people and, you know, uh, Russia is going to annex all this territory. And they're just like, they're not negotiating peace on their end either right now because they're just like, no, we're just... We're just gonna walk in at a certain point because exactly, yeah. We'll like, just <laughs> the U- Ukrainian military is collapsing yeah. at the moment, which is why there's no focus on this because there's this big offensive that they had. Um, it's all gone summer. absolutely nowhere. In fact, I it's wager gone... that like the Russians have actually taken more territory than the Ukrainians have taken back in the same time. Yes, I think I think that's accurate. Skill and, issue, and... skill issue. <laughs> You all have the same equipment. Come on. (laughs) Well, no, the Russians have better equipment because they actually like gave a shit about developing like drone stuff and and like um, surveillance and like long range hypersonic missiles. You know, like Ukraine doesn't make long range missiles. No, they have have HIMARS that they got from the United States, but that's about it. Yeah, where Russia can literally launch a missile and hit anywhere on Earth, right? They mm-hmm. they have the aerospace program to do that. Um, as much as people want to believe the Earth's flat, like the, Russia could launch an intercontinental ballistic missile and hit 
DC or New York or LA or whatever. Well, maybe that's why they can hit it so easily is because they use math that uses basically a model of the earth that's flat, which is a more true trajectory, which allows their missiles to fly faster. Have you thought about that, sir? Fuck. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, no, we, uh, we, we've got, um, no, Ukraine's like I. I'm really, really so excited to see what they're gonna say in in the next three months because, like, things are gonna get sour really quick. Like they've already gone from like Ukraine is gonna have to give up, or like Ukraine will can do this counteroffensive and take back all of its land, to Ukraine's gonna have to give up some territory. And like you know where this is going, which is like, I I'm not sure like, like whatever rump state exists like of Ukraine, quote unquote, um, like they're gonna rename it something like Ruthenia at the end of the day. It's gonna be, um, I I don't even think they'll have access to the Black Sea. They'll like Odessa is a Russian city. It's yeah, be Russian. Um, that is going to be interesting. They're gonna be like, what is is it Croatia and like. There's like a couple of Baltic states and the one state, it just goes like, like all the way around and like blocks off this one country's like access to the ocean. Oh, Cro- Croatia and Bosnia and the yeah, Balkans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be like that. Well, I mean, it makes sense like, from a cultural perspective. You think about it like the like coastal people have more in common than mountain people. This right? is true. This is true. Um, and the Croats, Croats live one of my best my best friend in high school was a Croat refugee. Um, the Croats live along the coast of the Adriatic and then the, the, Bosnians the live river. In the yeah. Yeah. And the, and then the, the Bosnians live in, well, but so there's like Croatia looks like a boomerang mm-hmm. and like there's, there's a river that goes and drains into the Adriatic that doesn't meet up with the Danube and like mm-hmm. the Croats live along that river and the coast. Oh. And the Bosnians live in the mountains, and they're mostly Muslim, actually. Oh, uh, whereas the Croats are Catholic. This yes, um, and, and then the Serbs are um, Orthodox Christians. Um, and really, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, because uh, is is just a religion, because all but uh, Croat and Serb is the same language. It's it's like a Texan speaking to somebody from new york it's the same language or it's like somebody from like oh god sweden and norway like just talking back and forth and and like norwegian and swedish it's just like oh it just works i i mean it's closer than that oh wow okay yeah it's 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 just an accent word okay all right um and so the difference is just that one's eastern orthodox and one is catholic roman catholic okay uh that 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 is what it comes down to, and, the, and I mean the Slovenes were want to do their own thing because they, why not? They can part of the well. So I mean, like it goes back to Austro-Hungarian Empire things, but like, and this all comes back to the Austro-Hungarian Empire, which is why we're Austrian. Uh, we believe in Austrian economics. Yes, because all problems of the world relate to the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And Franz Ferdinand was the Harambe of geopolitical affairs. Yes. 
Um, the Slovenes were considered proud Alpine-like Germanic people. Alpinian. Even though there were Slavs <laughs> in the name, Slovene. Um, and then the Croats were just not. So Yeah. Like, they just like, oh, well, we conquered Croatia. Um, so, fuck, I, like, Eastern Europe, think about it. The thing I care about Eastern Europe, a lot of people will say, like, why, why aren't we America first? Why don't we care about America and everything like that? That's true for the last hundred years, but, like, through the last 2,000 years before that, 90% of all technological innovation came out of Western Europe. Hmm. So, uh, and I'm, I'm, I might be overguessing that number slightly, but it's basically correct. Um, Source, this was revealed to you in a dream. It was revealed to me in a dream. Uh, Europe has done nothing. Like, look at European tech companies on the, like the stock market compared to American tech companies on the stock market. They don't for the really hundred years. Yeah, it, it it doesn't exist. It's like nothing. And like the migrant crisis in Europe, and fucking like art. I I just it's such a fucking pity to watch. Because we could have had two Americas simultaneously. We could have, but all of the um, all of the decent bloodlines in Europe basically got killed off in World War One and World War Two. Not enough survived. Right. I uh, there's I. This is where I go back to the Uruguay option. Hmm. Do you know what this is? No. Explain. Uruguay. Let me look this up and make sure. Uruguay is a country in in central South America, South America, right? Oh, it's South South America. It's it's down there. Well, I mean, it's it's next to I, uh, South South America is Chile and Argentina, right? Yeah. Um. So its uh, ethnicity is eighty seven point seven percent white. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, and uh, let's look up the United Kingdom. Real quick. Let me see. United Kingdom is 87% white. Wow, so Uruguay is more white than the United Kingdom. Interesting. Do you see where I'm kind of going with this? So what you're saying is, worst case scenario, we can move to Uruguay. I I mean, between Argentina, Chile, or Uruguay. I mean, (sighs) Chile used to be cooler. Chile, yeah, Chile, Chile got a little less cool lately. Argentina could be actually very based if that libertarian guy gains enough ground and actually gets somewhere. He's he's really bad about Israel, but um. The thing to realize is that Argentina's opinion of Israel matters absolutely zero. Exactly. So. Yeah. So if that's where he sucks, then fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> hmm. So, um, I I just uh, as far as like innovation and uh, potential economic growth. 
not I'm not saying strictly because it's highly percent white, but like I South America is very much underdeveloped as far as like tech development and and all these other things. Like you look at El Salvador. Have you followed El Salvador at all? Haven't they adopted the Bitcoin as like their national currency? Yes, Bitcoin is the national is the dual standard currency with the U.S. dollar. Interesting. And um, they arrested literally tens of thousands of criminal gang members and just locked them all up, um, and threw away the key basically. Oh, well. And they recorded like. Um, it was something like 300 plus days without a homicide when previously they were the homis- the homicide capital of the world. Well, that's interesting. Huh, what a coincidence. Um, Nayib Bokele, by the way, is a uh, Palestinian uh, refugee Christian. Hmm. Um, in case you're wondering. Um, and uh, he's the president of El Salvador. Excellent. Okay, so we should send all the Palestinians to El Salvador. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> of course not. We need to send all the El Salvadorians to Palestine. And they can use their wealth to build Palestine up and defeat Israel. Well, it'd be one thing. Like, I wish, I wish Gaza was under the situation that, like, they could have been the Singapore of uh, the Middle East for the last like ten, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they've been under like medieval blockade basically for that entire time. So, not really an option. Like Julius Caesar's like siege of the Gauls, essentially, is what they've been going through. <laughs> no, yeah, like the uh, the like they don't have their own wall, but the occupying army built their own wall around exactly them. around them and built a wall on the other side as well. <laughs> oh, so. No, let's let's get let's get a little domestic here. Ooh, like, okay. We we think about uh, 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 international politics, but of course, two blowhards like you and I just have no influence what the f- whatsoever. Yeah, what the fuck do we know? What do we? What do we? What does it matter? Um, but yeah, domestically. What um? What's your outlook on a a U.S. recession in the next? nine to 12 months uh very high especially since now jim kramer is even going on cnn and telling everybody to expect for a very soft landing that things are great and i'm just like oh shit also like if you look at like consumer reports from like october especially since like student loan repayments have resumed there was a massive massive dip in consumer spending yeah like it bottomed out and i'll admit like we like what what I've been dealing with at work, like it's actually been a pretty decent month for us so far, like knock on wood, but like it's, it's not been a great year. So like <laughs> I, uh, there, every recession that we go through is just basically an acceleration of class divide in the yeah. United States. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
and people who are hedged for recessions more or less get wealthier during them and people who have nothing and get fucked over get poor right yep so like i it makes sense to me that like luxury goods although like overall luxury goods are down um I don't know if you've seen those numbers, but like, no, they it, are. It makes sense to me um, that like there, there's still a steady consumer market for luxury goods uh, based on the way class has been progressing in United States. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're more attached to like economic stuff than me, basically, because like I. I'm operating not so much off of like consumer disposable income or anything yes, you, like that. You municipal employee, you. I'm not actually <laughs> municipal. Employee. You're public. You're public. Are you though? Sure. Like, is uh, do you work for a public or a private university? No, it's public. Yeah. Oh, it's public. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh... it's just. No. I, I'm entirely grant funded, so it's not like I'm. So I should also say, like, the reason we're having a good month this this month, sales wise, is because last year this month we fucking ate dog shit. So oh. our our quota is a little bit lower, but we've been knocking out of the park so far. Um, but yeah, I have no idea how wait, December. Wait, do they gauge every month like based off of last year's so it's or... it's a combination of a couple of things it's like what you did last year and then like there's like a they have like a quote algorithm unquote they use and uh like it takes into account like the previous 12 weeks so the last like three months you've had to so if you've been killing it they'll adjust it higher if you've been sucking ass they'll adjust it lower so kind of like all of the above um, and then JC too is mentioning like the, the housing market is also an economic forecaster and it has slowed down. Like it's come to a f- complete halt. Oh yeah. Massively, massively. There's, I've actually been noticing sitting for months on market. Yeah. Like I've been noticing some prices coming down both for like ones for sale and like rent is like, it's not great still, but like, it's a little more less insane. Like it's it's I I would hesitate to say it's more reasonable because it's really not, but like it's it's getting better in some aspects. So no, I mean there's there's a lot of markets right now where if you're not in a lease already right now, but like it renting an equivalent house is maybe three quarters to half the price of buying equivalent house. And which is down payment and wild that. because like a couple of years ago it was like, yeah, man, you need to buy a house. Why are you wasting all that money renting? And it's just like, that was quick. <laughs> well, dude, I, I, these boomers, there's, there's a lot of them that are in really good situations. There's a lot of boomers in really bad situations. Yep. Um, and, and a lot of them are going to have to figure out, like, I can't survive, um, or uh, like I, I need assisted living and my house is worth at least this much. So like, I'll sell it. And at least I get this many years of assisted living at a certain point. Um, and they'll sell it for a lot less than they would if they weren't getting old and they need, didn't need assisted living. 
if you know yes. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think like there's going to be a, a glut of inventory introduced to the market. Interest rates might remain high, but at least the, uh, the, the nominal prices will go down. That does make it better. Like admittedly when it last time interest rates were like sky, like when the boomers are like, Oh, the interest rate was such and such when I bought, it's not so bad. Well, you bought your house for like 50 K. So it's like, it's like an entire decimal place better already. But like, yeah, if the prices are lower, even if interest rates still a little bit high, like that's, it's better than like what the fuck it is now. Cause right now it's just, you're basically like you're agreeing to hold a grenade for 30 years just all right this is my mortgage this is what we're doing yeah right no i i'm <laughs> i'm like 90 percent certain that my mortgage is not a bad deal no i was gonna say you got in before my, uh, all this shit happened so like, well yeah my, i have a 2.75 interest rate yeah, you're fine. Like <laughs> I'm fine. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe I'm ninety nine percent sure, not ninety percent sure. Um, so yeah, at a at, at a two point seven five percent interest rate, like I'm ninety nine percent fine. Um, because like, what what does the Fed forecast? What is the the Fed's target goal for inflation is two percent, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, they're not going to meet that for decades if they even exist for another decade. And so, um, like, we are going to be um, seeing just fine prices and, and asset appreciation on that basis. But, like, the idea that homes are going to go up 10% year over year, every year for two decades. It's like not. They have, uh, it's, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, especially when we're, all these boomers are dying yeah to be frank and um like there 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 might be an actual limit to immigration like at a certain point like what what do you think the prospects on that are i mean it's ironically enough if it takes like busing immigrants to democrat sanctuary cities that want to accept immigrants to like finally get some change on that but it's interesting seeing how the narrative on that has changed so rapidly like even fucking kathy hochel the governor of new york is like going on tv and like oh yeah open borders are a problem like clearly we need to it's like whoa hold on hold on this is this is different this is new oh yeah they they were they're not set up to deal with it like no basically it, like the 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 northeast is the most removed from this issue but like if you're in the southwest or the west in general like all of a sudden like you're just inundated basically and then like you you'll see these fucking buses like i was i was rolling through elko nevada um and there's a bus of like 80 dudes like who <laughs> just like all like got they're they're like oh we're we're pulling out to get lunch you know yeah and like i'm on a road trip and i'm I'm like man alive i'm so fucking glad i got my order in between before this bus oh my god right jesus christ could you imagine (laughs) um and and yeah but there's like 80 dudes get off this like coach bus and they're all probably like i don't know el salvador guatemalan 
Uh-huh. Some, something like that. Central America, Mexican nationals. Like, at this point, um, there's, uh, like, a crazy statistic. Let me look this up. Percent of um, Mexico living in U.S. So, as of 2020, 8% of Mexico's population lived in the U.S. That that seems low. Um, <laughs> That's the official report, not the unofficial report, which is double that. So, okay, here we go. 37.4 million people of Mexican origin in the U.S. Um, live in the U.S. Okay. So that makes up about 10%, right? Sure. Okay. That's Pew Research. Okay. Take it or leave it. Um, but, like, I've, I've seen stats that it's, like, it's more than that, right? But, like, you can't just have, like, a neighboring country export, like, a tenth to a quarter of its population over to another area and, like, not expect an impact on housing and food and other and wages and stuff like that it's like mm -hmm. very simple economics on that shit well i guess we'll just have to physically remove them so to speak well that that is a strategy for the israeli defense force okay this is true oh yes. wow I mean, this—that's true. Actually, yeah, we can't be doing that here. That's we have standards. It would uh, seem that my uh, dinner type device has arrived. Any oh. closing thoughts here? Where's um, Yimmer? Yimmer is <laughs> he puddle sucker. Okay, Yimmer is um he's doing his own thing. He's just. I don't know. He's on the streets fighting crime, destroying twinks, uh, having some sweet, sweet, sweet nuptial with uh, Grimace. In fact, I, if you go I think they took their uh, their honeymoon out in Norway. They did. Yes, actually, they uh, they had a gay, unprotected gay anal sex under the Northern Lights, and apparently it was very romantic. So good for them. If you guys want to know more, you should all go to Yimmer's blog and message him directly and ask him about Grussy and how his honeymoon with Grussy went, or Grimace. Grussy and Grimace are really the same thing. Grimace is the name of the individual, but it's all just the same thing. I mean, are we objectifying Grimace too much by just referring to him as the Grussy? I mean, he is made to be objectified. Consider that. His whole point is to be objectified, to make you want to buy McDonald's. We just yeah. take it a step further. Speaking of inflation, I, I saw some post about like McDonald's patties shrinking in size. That would surprise me. Like the it dollar would, menu is not. already decimated. It's the value menu now. Like a fucking McDouble is three dollars. Like fucking, it's bullshit. We literally live in a RoboCop world. That's where we live now. We live in RoboCop world. It's not even world. cool where we get RoboCop. Yeah, I'm about to say, there's no fucking RoboCop, people. man. Like, 
just to fuck your fucking like they them's like overweight they them's and police riot gear just taser 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 oh shit <laughs> oh no i got stabbed to death oh no all right all right well i am going to demolish some grocery store sushi that sounds and... like a plan i'm going to get myself some sushi as well everybody out oh, there really? yeah i decided nice yeah Everybody out there, we hope you have a wonderful night. Get some sushi. Get a burger if you're American. If you remember Pearl Harbor, um, whatever you want to do. Remember the USS Liberty. Remember maybe. the USS Liberty, yes. <laughs> Our greatest ally. Uh, yes. And as always, from all of us, both of us here, taxation is theft. Taxation is theft.